0: Welcome to Steve's Cottage with Steve Horner. Steve Horner, a former radio talk show host, helps spotlight the source of today's social chaos while offering practical solutions to the problems negatively affecting you and your family. And now, here's Steve. Oh oh, oh my gosh! Is it Christmas already? Remember, uh, last week, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve Harner. Nice to have your company. This is Consequences Part 3. This is the Episode 12 of the whole program. And uh, last week, we were having some fun mocking women and their behavior when they're having to deal with, uh, you know, certain... Uh, panic attacks and exuberance and whenever any of that uh, sets in. And so uh, we've got a good show for you here. Uh, We're going to tackle and we're going to wrap up that gender-based pricing. But first off, just to get you more in the mood again about the gender-based pricing and some of the issues with the women, I thought that was fun last week when, uh, you know, you see a woman in the uh, audience, (laughs) or, you know, my team is winning. Oh, She puts her hand up to her face, you know, like she's choking herself, and oh my gosh, the team is winning, oh my gosh, the team is losing, and oh no, look what you did to my car, uh, you know, look what you did to my house, <laughs> and she's got her hands up to her face and she's going crazy, I'm getting a raise, oh no, okay, well... Oh, and here's a good one. Okay. Uh, Madam Pre- President, it's uh, 3 a.m. in the morning, and uh, Mississippi is burning again. What? I do Madam President, it's 2.30 a.m., and we've got problems with Korea. What? oh do <laughs> Madam President, it's the budget. Oh, no. Okay. So... Oh, that Donald Trump is so harsh. (gasps) I guess you get the idea by now, right? You see, what I'm talking about is that it's the sentimentalism we're dealing with. That's the way women are wired. And should we change? No. That's how God made us. Different. Men are pragmatic, cause and effect. Women are sentimentalists. And, you know, they act on their emotions, you see. And I think that's probably been a big cause of our social breakdown in the last 30 years as more and more women have been elevated to places of uh, public economy, public policy making. So what we need to change is who we vote for. But as far as women are concerned, I love them as women, and I hope they love us as men, and I think it's the differences that allow us to better raise a family more effectively. But anyhow, it's my vote. I don't vote for him. I want the man in charge to act less frantically, more composed, and uh, reactionary, and uh, more pragmatic. So, uh, I just have a little note to myself. Why are the numbers now? Oh, uh, yeah, gotcha. Um, last week, I wanted to say that number 10, episode number 10, has been canned by YouTube because uh, apparently they thought me holding a uh, monkey was uh, racist. What'd you call it, Sean? Koala. Uh, it's a koala, he said. I, th- I was playing it as a monkey. Doesn't matter. It's a cute little animal. And uh, I guess I was racist by uh, holding it up. Well, so anyhow, so be it. But, um, but uh, you can also, you, you can pick up the video version of this program by going to Facebook. And uh, so, you know, if YouTube is canning it, and that's the only one they've canned, but you can go to Facebook and pick up number 10, Steve's Cottage with us with Steve Horner. And uh, then I want to point out one thing here is that when you go to YouTube and you see that there's only like been 10 or 15, Sean shows me that a lot of audio viewers are out there, listeners on different platforms, hundreds of them. As far as the YouTube, all I can say, folks, is if you introduce a Bible to an atheist, what's she going to say? Oh, no. No. I already know what's in there. Oh, no, I'm not going to go. Okay, fine. <clears throat> if you introduce a diet book to a fat woman, what's she going to say? Oh, I already know what's in there. If you introduce people not too open to change and to accept uh, normal conditions, and they go to SteveHornerBooks.com, which I'm inviting you to do, SteveHornerBooks.com, that you can, that's where you can buy one of my great books, Uh, You will see the book called Cunt, and then you'll see the sequel, Consequences. Well, that's what some of these people are going to go, oh, oh, he's horrible. No, not horrible. I'm just saying that cunt is an expression of an acronym, can't understand normal period. uh, (laughs) Got ahead of myself. Can't understand normal thinking. C. period, U. period, N. period, T. period. Women have their periods. Men have their exclamation marks, you see? And they're a little afraid of those with exclamation marks like Donald Trump. <gasps> oh, he's so harsh. Okay, so then they put an end to that conversation, and so then you, then you only get pussy willows into office. So let's proceed. Uh, in 19, last week I showed you a picture of my uh, beautiful kids. Here's Paul and JJ. Paul is on the left. This is taken in 1988. The pictures from last week were 1992 when we were doing the Three Stooges. Now, this is over at my mom's home. This would be the mom and dad's. This would be their my boy's grandparents. And uh, Paul is about nine here, and JJ is age six. And my brother Dick and his wife, who came in from Vermont, and he is just such an excellent photographer, and I've complimented him so many times, but he's a city planner out there and probably retired by now. But he said, Steve, get at the end of the driveway, and I'll take a shot of you guys. And I said, come on up here, boys. Bam! This was not rehearsed. They just jumped right up on me like we're a circus act. And look at just the love that is radiating from us three for each other. I mean, that is the cutest picture, isn't it? Well, a few years later, you see, this was 88, and I had to show you that. In 92, when the kids were, you know, four or five years uh, later, I'm, you know, during this time and since uh, 1984, uh, I'm doing full time single parenting of Paul and JJC. So they were pretty young. Jay was in diapers, and Paul was a couple years old, and, you know, I'm doing full-time everything. And uh, with a lot of prayer and exercise and diligence and sacrifice, uh, I nailed it. And that's the book on single parenting at stevehornerbooks.com. So I've got this, uh, I've got all this action going on in my life, you see, and uh, sure, it's stressful, but like I say, prayer and exercise and I'm reading productive stuff and I'm keeping my head afloat by keeping the overhead down and uh, by keeping my advertising agency going in, in, in the basement of my home, which I was able to buy because I'm a veteran and they were underwrote the, uh, the loan. And uh, they know me because I paid them off once before, so my credit is good. But this is a story for another day. So when the kids were like in 1992 and they're older and it's a September and they're back in school, the Mall of America had just opened, just down, just up the road from me. I'm in Apple Valley. That was in Bloomington. Mall of America was built on the former site of where Harmon Killebrew nailed all his home runs at the Metropolitan Stadium. So I thought I'd go and have a beer. Oh, ladies night at Gators. Uh Uh-huh. It's about 6 o'clock. I have to, I'm going to be home in an hour or two. Boys are doing their homework. They already had supper. And uh, they're old enough to uh, take care of themselves. They are responsible. Haven't had any problems with them, except, you know, a typical at it, and uh And, uh, and uh, so, so I said, what's going on? Some yoko said, Where are you from? North Dakota? Ho, 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 I said, Oh, ladies' night, huh? Oh, so that's where the women pay less or nothing because they're women, but we men pay more because we're men, even though everybody wants equal rights. Well, yeah. What's wrong with that? What are you, queer? What do you think? This is a sausage fest? ho, <laughs> ho. We're here to pick up women. Uh huh. Right, Square. So you need to get the women drunk to get laid, right? Okay, fine. I'm out of here after I talk to the manager. Manager came out. I said, I'm going to file with the Minnesota Department of Human Rights. He said, frankly, dude, I don't, I even, I don't even think the word dude was popular. Uh, frankly, sir, I don't blame you. 1992, I filed that. Nothing. Ninety- 93, nothing. 94, nothing. Got a call one day from Pam Kelly, who worked at the Minnesota Department of Human Rights. I could tell she's a black woman. That sound racist? You tell me. Hello, Mr. Hunter. Now listen, uh, Mr. Hunter, uh why, why, why are you doing this? Okay, is that stereotype? No, I can tell it's a black person. She can tell it's a white person. So let's not play that game. So I said, uh, what do you mean, uh, Miss Kelly? Well, don't you understand, Mr. Horner, that uh, women need favors in this uh, society? Ah, favors. Gotcha. Even though they're out wanting equal rights, well, let's give them half price at, you know, Cub Foods and Super Value. Let's give them half price on a new car. Now, nah, Mr. Horner, I don't think you understand the situation. No, I do understand, Miss Kelly. She went on to become Senator of Minnesota Norm Coleman's assistant. You see? So that's the kind of lingo I started discovering about giving women their equal rights. When it's tits at the bar time, baby, it's favors. And that doesn't work for me on my watch. Equal rights mean equal rights all the time. So in 95, I called the Minnesota Brewing Society or the Minnesota Beverage Association. Talked to the head honcho. Mr. Horner, your timing is impeccable. Your story on Ladies' Night is on the front page of tomorrow's association newsletter that day all hell broke loose i mean it was like a uh, it was like a, a a wildfire on a kansas prairie, prairie on a hot and windy day phone ringing people at the door people over here over there calling me wanting interviews all over the country national local newspapers harassing, threats, a few thank yous. Uh, it, was an, it, 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 was, it was fun, but it lasted on and on and on and on. And today it still goes on. I still get calls about this now and then. But where were the men fighting for me? Where were the women that wanted to be like Susan B. Anthony? They were nowhere to be found, They were only putting nails and two-by-fours on my driveway and throwing acid on my home and eggs and and giving me all sorts of nasty letters, threatening. I took a few to the police. Yeah, that's a woman's handwriting. We're going to get you, Mr. Horner. Your days are numbered. And I'm not kidding you, folks. So, uh, you know, where were the attorneys? If I was a black guy going for equal rights, crippled, Jew, uh, homosexual, Got bad deal, got a raw deal at the local grocery store. Would I not have attorneys lined up around the block ready to defend me? Because they'd get rich off of it and they'd make a a name for themselves? Hell yeah! But they were nowhere to be seen here. Where was the ACLU? They're the biggest group of hypocrites. Nowhere to be seen. One of them, a president of the ACLU in Minnesota, said, Horner, I, I... uh, the reason we're, gonna, we're not going to work for you on your behalf is that I frankly just think you're full of shit. That's a, that's a quote. It's in the book. I've got this in Chapter 6. Consistency in law enforcement. You see, when you have rules with kids, you got to be consistent. When you have rules in society with human beings, you got to be consistent. Otherwise, it causes confusion, resentment, anger. And then it leads to violence. So, <clears throat> so, uh, so I, 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 I won the, I, I won the case. And, um, and, uh, and had I known better, see, I'm doing this all pro se, no, no, no attorney, because my goal was not for money; it was to make a principle that laws need to be consistent in order to be effective. So um so that uh, so so I ended up closing down Ladies Night in, uh, in 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 Minnesota. Dolores Fridge was on the air on WCCO and a couple of big stations. And I remember listening to her. Mr. Horner is right. She's a black lady. Mr. Horner is right. Equal rights mean equal rights. And you can't find a ladies' night anymore in, in, in Minnesota. And as a matter of fact, if you go and talk to some of the women who are bartending, they'll say, ladies' night? Oh, no, 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 that would be unfair. You see, that's a good message. That's what I planted. That's commendable. But it's not the, that's not, that wasn't the attitude before I busted them. So I put my neck in the ringer, and and you know, like Samuel Adams, one of the great uh, founders, founding fathers of this country, when the king was oppressing the the colonists, he said, America is being led more by emotion than by reason. That's what I'm talking about with this gender-based pricing and about women in control even though we know each city that they steer head is busted it's not working crime is up budget budget is up contentment is you know way down and uh, in the gender based pricing i'm saying you know whereas uh, sam adams said don't uh, you know don't be led more uh, by emotion than by reason in the gender based pricing arena i'm saying don't let chivalry come between you and common sense. And to take that a step further, I'm saying, just like Samuel Adams, I will say this, and I'll stand proud about this, is that very few have the uh, fortitude necessary to point out harmful double standards. Because I took a lot of grief with this. I took a lot of death threats, but I made a stand and, uh, and, uh, And so I think uh, a lot of areas are uh, a lot uh, better uh, for it. So in 99, the kids uh, split. I uh, ended up going to Phoenix with a really great job, KTAR, the Voice of the Suns. I uh, ended up in Denver and um, was working at a station there where that didn't turn out. So I got a little bit pissed off at society again. And I said, well, I'll bust another ladies' night. Okay? So... You know, I've already got uh, Minnesota nailed. They fully understand the uh, p- the value of uh, of uh, equal equal rights mean equal responsibility. So uh, I busted a ladies' night there, and guess who came calling? Uh, John Stewart from Comedy Central. That's still online. So John Oliver came out to the apartment where I was living at, and we did about a seven. Well, he was there all day with his crew. And it boiled down to be like a 7- or 10-minute uh, uh, episode on what was then, I think, a half-hour show. <laughs> so it was pretty funny. And they were lampooning me like crazy, and I was laughing. And I offered some tips on how to produce this, and uh, they were getting a kick out of me. And, uh, and uh, so that, uh, that worked out really good. But once again, you know, the death threats and everything else. And I took a few other people to court. To court. And this one judge, (laughs) he ruled in my favor, even though I was up against some powered attorneys. He ruled in my favor. And uh, he left me, uh, well, there's a long story behind all of this, but uh, he ruled in my favor. And so Colorado went to uh, consistency in law enforcement. No gender-based pricing, you see. And once again, I wasn't uh, in it for the money. But this, this one great big uh, country place, could have been Stoney's, uh, said, Mr. Horner, uh, <clears throat> I know you got uh, screwed over here the other night uh, or last week or whenever it was. And uh, we don't want to go to court. Here's $1,000. And I said, thanks, I'll take it. You know, but, but if I had a lawyer or ACLU or something to take some of these people to court for gender-based pricing, had, it, had the genders been reversed, you think it would have been more than more a than 1000 more like a million, but it was never about money. It was about policy. So, uh, but, uh, you know, a lot of these people to, uh, who who profess about, uh, you know, equal rights, uh, they don't walk the walk. They talk the talk, but they don't walk the walk. It's the same with those who uh, pledge uh, allegiance to And global warming, or to clean up the environment. Okay? What kind of diapers do you think they're using on their family? They're using throwaways that require millions and millions of carbon dioxide-absorbing trees to be cut down every year. And then these crap-filled diapers end up in the landfill, uh, leaching through to the water table. And now this constitutes, you know, with all the dog crap, with all the age-old old uh, old people uh, crap, with all the young people crap, it's all disposable, about 5.5% of the total all leaching down into the water table, but will you? But will they ever go to reusables? No. Are you kidding, Mr. Horner? I got a job and a family. That's too inconvenient. <laughs> and, inconven- and, and convenience is really, really going to is is crippling this uh, society. And uh, I'm 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 saying uh, you know it's like you know. I've got some notes here, but you know everything else is uh, out of sight, and uh, you know you're not going to you're not going to be able to find uh, cures unless you go back and solve the causes. Okay, it's like abortion. Why are there abortions? Well, because somebody's being frivolous. Somebody's not being responsible. And so a baby loses his or her life because of the irresponsibility of the parents. Same with environment. You got to go back to reusables. You got to stop the convenience. But you're not going to listen to me, and I don't give a damn. (laughs) I really don't. You can continue living in your mom's basement being pissed off about how you're going to terrorize somebody or how you're angry at women or whatever your pain in is. I don't care because you're failing to take advantage of living in a magnificent country with every opportunity imaginable around every corner. But if you want to stay feeling sorry for yourself, you do that. And I don't care. Okay. I'm just bringing the message home to you. I think maybe one of these days you'll see the value in it and you'll see the fun in it. This is fun stuff. Paying attention to what works in your life to make you happy and productive is fun, 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 fun. You see, same with crime. You got to get to the cause. What's the cause? Busted families. No religion, no God in their life. Anger. Resentment. You've been told that you need reparation. You've been told that you need favors. And look at that guy, that white guy wearing those shoes. I want those shoes, you simpleton. Start doing some exercises, doing some prayers. Read, read some books that have some uh, information about uh, uh, people, places, and things. Learn something instead of just turning on the stupid history channel. Well, so from, <clears throat> from Minnesota and KTAR, I went to Denver and, uh, and uh, ended up then in, uh, in St. George, Utah. Now, be, having Vegas just an hour and a half away, I went down and uh, busted Vegas. See, with Minnesota and Colorado and Vegas, I caught a by surprise. They didn't know that these rules also should work for men. They were written by women for women or so-called minorities. But then here comes Steve, the angry, balding, old white guy demanding his rights, you see. And so I went down and I busted five huge casinos, Flamingo, Tropicana, MGM, Rio, Hooters. The women at the Nevada Equal Rights Commission, gave me probable cause on each one of them. I could have made a million on each one had I known about district court, had I known where my rights were. But no, it wasn't about money all along. It was about principle. Well, this is fun. We're not going to get to wrap it up, but there's a lot of conversation in the meantime I hope was valuable to you. Say, listen, this is Steve Horner and if you go to stevehornerbooks.com, you're going to find a book there that I know you're going to like and pass the word on to your friends because this is a lot of good conversation and I'm so happy for you to uh, have joined me and for visiting me here at the cottage and I hope you have a really holy, happy and productive uh, holiday Christmas season and enjoy the enjoy uh, the happiness that uh, the birth of Christ has brought to you because can you imagine living in a world of darkness without no hope of life thereafter? Pretty dim folks. this is what Jesus brought to our life. <laughs> So, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, you stay on that rugged, less traveled path of life. It's more fun, it provides better scenery, and offers much, much more richer rewards. Until next time, you take real good care of yourself. Thanks for joining us. Visit Steve's Cottage again with Steve Horner.